Hi friends, this is Morgan Ruff. I have a lot of labels that span the very many adventurous roads that I've taken in my life, from wilderness guide to elite level cyclist, ski mountaineer, environmental policy walk, to one of my favorite labels of all time, wild adventure mom. I am a wild woman and a wild soul. My life has taken me on some pretty cool adventures, but it's not always been an easy journey. I've been burned out, run down, depressed, anxious, truly ready to toss in the towel many times. I've been lost and wandering alone in the forest before, literally and figuratively, ready to give up. But over the past years, I've learned to cultivate hope, joy, and resilience within myself. Are you feeling like you've lost your way in this crazy ride in life? Feeling burned out or overwhelmed by the state of your home, let alone low in the state of the world right now? Yeah, I get, yeah, I understand. I've been there, and frankly, I still go there. All this can feel big and scary when we first come to it, but with some support from each other, you'll see how much power you truly have. Learn to trust yourself again and gain greater connection to yourself, the people, and the world around you. On this podcast, we explore what's on our hearts and minds, learn new tools and skills for braving the wilderness, and most importantly, find out that we're not alone. Thanks for joining. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, if you're interested in joining the community and furthering the conversation, pop over to Facebook and join us at Uplift for the Wild Soul or follow me on Instagram, Morgan Ruff Uplift. Here's the podcast. Hello, wild women, wild souls. Welcome back for the to the podcast. Hi, I'm Morgan Ruff. I'm the the host and founder of this lovely space, and I am really happy to be here today to talk about just some of the energies and the feelings that I have around the fall. So. Um, that's really what I wanted to focus on today. I know fall is sort of, we're transitioning out of fall, starting to get some of those feelings of winter starting to percolate in. And um, I'm really excited to share the framework that has been really helpful for me for understanding the energies of each one of these seasons and being able to better integrate that into my life and into the way that I'm living and orienting and working and doing all the things. So yeah, um, welcome, welcome. So um, as you know, I host quarterly retreats that are centered around the changes of the season. So roughly around the equinox or solstices of um, fall, winter, um, spring, and summer, I host a retreat to help women really get in touch with where they are, set intentions for where they want to go for the next three months, and in a way, embrace and utilize the energy of the season to help move or propel you forward. Um, so I use a framework that is comes out of Liberating Structures. Liberating Structures is actually an open source um, 
I don't know, collaborative facilitation process. It has like all these little micro actions and different ways that you can work together as a group in order to create change. And um, I fell in love with the um, eco cycle, which is basically just a um, framework for understanding uh, organizational growth or project development. And I have found it to be a fantastic way of also orienting in this personal growth, health and wellness world to understand better um, what's going in, what's going out, how things are happening in my life. So the eco cycle and the image of the eco cycle is just a um, figure eight, like an infinity sign. And so, um, and I've really adapted it to really make sense to me with the way our seasons are. So in the eco cycle, there's four kind of components. There is the gestation period, which I equate to winter, that quiet time when the seeds are underground, it's gestating, you're waiting for your idea to come out and be birthed. So it, then it moves into um, birthing, which is the spring. It's that when the fruits of those, that gestation are just beginning to break the surface, there's a lot of rapid growth. There's a lots of things that um, happen. Then you move up, you climb the upward incline and you go into the um, abundance or maturity time, which is summer. Everybody loves summer. There's um, energy and just tremendous abundance and so many things happening. And then you move into the fall, which is creative destruction. And that's the season that we are in right now, the season of creative destruction. So I wanted to just share a little bit. Oh, so and then creative destruction. Let me just take you all the way back. So creative destruction the fall then leads into the winter, which is a gestation. So if you think about the fall season, um, it's when the leaves are falling off the trees. It is the time when all these different, all the growth that occurred in the summer is getting rearranged, dropped back into the earth. And I believe that as a society, and I've said this probably before, um, we like to live in the energies of spring and summer. So we really love to live in the energies of birth and abundance and maturity and all the things that are, go along with that. Um, and we really avoid the energies of creative destruction, or also known as death. <laughs> and um, gestation, which is that quiet, that pause, that rest before you go forth and give birth. So unfortunately, though, when we live in the energies of spring and summer, we can very easily burn ourselves up out. And we also when we are trying to just maintain in those those energies in that space, we often aren't giving room for new ideas to come in and germinate and develop and grow. So creative destruction in um, the season, you know, the falls are the fall is colorful and beautiful. And you know, you have these kind of storms that roll in and all those things. So you can think about that in nature, but think about it in your life. 
So often we get stuck in that energy of summer, of maturity and abundance, and we hold on for dear life to everything that's associated with it. Just like white knuckling, do not let it go. I want to stay in abundance. I want to stay in the energy of that. Um, But like I said, by white knuckling and holding on to that old way, we kind of get stuck in a rigidity. We got get stuck in a way of being that maybe isn't um, really as expansive as we think it might be. And fall is the time that allows us to really reorganize and look at, okay, what am I holding on to? And in nature, you have no choice. You're like, oh, there goes the leaves. Like we are in it. This is happening. I am being propelled forward into that destructive release. I think about creative destruction kind of in terms of like a a forest fire. So in modern days right now, forest fires are often uh, experienced as this really um, dramatic, tragic thing, which you know, probably historically they were as well. But um, part of the reason why they are so destructive is because we have been managing our forests in a way that has created a monoculture of trees. They're all very densely packed in, and that is just food for the fire. Um, So the fires, when they come end up completely burning down an entire huge swath of land. So in historic times, when the land was being managed by indigenous people, you would have fires oftentimes intentionally set that would burn out clearings. And those clearings would create and keep space between larger trees. It would um, stimulate growth of edibles that... Um, indigenous people would eat and harvest and it was done in a way that kind of perpetuated a healthier ecosystem so another thing that's happened in our world is that um, we've really suppressed fire we've suppressed fire in our ecosystem and that fire suppression has related in this kind of unhealthy stand growth. So uh, don't worry, I'll circle this around to what this means in our life. Um, So we've like kind of tried to maintain our forests in this perpetual abundance standard without allowing that natural cycle of creative destruction. And, um, but by denying that, um, destruction, we've kind of created a system that when a fire moves in, it just kind of implodes and takes down the entire space. Okay, so think about that in your life. Where, What are you holding on to for dear life that maybe has been very beneficial and served you in the past, but that if you continue that habit, that behavior, that cycle you know you're going to be perpetuating a standard that you can't necessarily hold. So what are you holding on to that just isn't helping you? And how do you then 
begin to ignite small fires within your system that allow things to move into a destructive mode so that you can make way for opening up new space. So this fall, this theme has been so strong for me. I have had massive amounts of creative destruction and really witnessing how I am um, understanding the role of creative destruction in my my life. So um, this fall, I really got into and began completely rearranging and pulling apart my the foundation of my garden. Of course, my garden brings me so much joy. It's such a huge um, piece of um, what I love about living in the Northwest. And um, I love having a yard and a garden that's full of flowers that uh, people will kind of intentionally walk down the street so I get to say hi and um, visit with with folks who are admiring the yard. So, um, but my my garden, I had been trying to hold on to it from when I had initially planted it, like whatever it was, six years ago or so, and it wasn't doing well. The plants were super crowded. Nothing had space to grow and bloom. Everything was, um, so that meant like you had giant plants and not a lot of blooms and it just didn't look good. It was like overgrown. And I was really attached to a lot of the different plants that I had put in there over the years and had a hard time when I was thinking about it ahead of time, like had a very hard time um, digging up and releasing these plants. A lot of them like had memories for me. They were, they, I had memories of oh, this plant produced the most beautiful flower. And then like, I got to have this great moment with my daughter. And what if I take it out and I don't get to have that moment before? Okay, so I'm four on the Enneagram. I attach meaning to everything. Um, So, um, but this fall, I've been like exploring the space of what does it mean if I pull these out and I can give them away. I've been doing a ton of dividing and giving away and um, helping other people start their gardens. And then from there, I can um, begin to create more space and maybe bring in some new plants that I have always loved and admired and missed. So my garden has really reflected this process and it has been interesting to watch me go through the process of digging out, dividing, taking away and um, noticing that I have a lot of beliefs and thoughts and emotions attached to this process of letting go and rearranging. Um, You know, the other thing is we are in the middle of a kitchen remodel and talk about destruction. Like The whole thing has really thrown at me for a loop and trying to figure out um, how to work, how to um, support the kids in a little bit more of a crazy environment and um, still, um, create and show up as a coach and mentor for women. Um, so that, um, that mode has been just woven throughout. And I even see it a little bit coming up in my work in my professional job. Like what are the things that we've been doing that just aren't serving us? And 
I notice how much I want to hold on to those. Like I'm like, no, 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 don't let them go. Don't let them go. I know these, these are familiar. I know how the systems works. I don't want you to change it. But sometimes you have to have that irritant, that disruptor come in, burn down the system. And so that new ideas can really come through and can really um, be a part of it. So creative destruction has shown up in so many ways in my life, and it is a very powerful force, one that we really do um, avoid in our society. But I think it is um, so, so beneficial. And I encourage you to look at your life and begin to notice, like, where am I stuck in that summer season? What am I avoiding letting go of? What am I avoiding um, destroying? And I, I do have to say, like, with the destruction, uh, there's often feelings of grief that come up. And for me, most often when I'm holding on to something, a habit, a behavior, or thought that um, I just don't want to go let go of, it's often because I am avoiding the feelings of grief that I know that I need to feel and experience and release in a healthy way. Grief is one of those things that I, I like really would love to avoid in my life, but it's also um, such an important and healthy emotion for us to um, develop a relationship with. Because really every micro thing that we are moving through, every time we need to create more space, we have to be willing to go through a bit of that grief cycle in order to reach that surrender for new things to come in. So that was really the meat of what I was hoping to share with you today. Um, I just absolutely love this eco-cycle metaphor. I think it is so powerful when we are using it and can connect with the season all year long and connect with where we are, what elements of our lives are in different components of those seasons. So maybe your career is up in abundance and maturity, um, Maybe you have your home here in Creative Destruction and you have a new idea up in gestation. Maybe it's an idea for a business you want to start or um, a friendship that's just developing. So there's different elements of your life can be in these different places and it gives you a chance to really look at and evaluate in a structured way what you want to allow to release and let go of, what you really want to bring into that birthing phase, um, what is good to stay in like the gestation phase and so on and so forth. Now, this is why having this framework and connecting with those energies and those seasons is why I host these quarterly retreats and I will be offering those retreats in a package uh, for the whole year um, so that you can truly commit to touching in to yourself, touching into the change of the seasons and having a community to do that together um, as you move forward. So if that's of interest, um, there will be more information on my web website coming soon at morganruff.com. 
Thank you all so much for taking a listen to this. If this episode struck you, if there's something that you are taking home, I would be so incredibly honored if you would share it on your social, um, you know, like it, share it, do all the things and let me know, DM me, um, what were your biggest takeaways and aha moments. And I so appreciate you. So grateful for you here listening to me. And I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode. All right. Thank you. Bye.